What's up? It's your boy K Nice, K Fizzy, K Shizzy. Call me whatever you want to call me. Just don't call me late for that check. Yitty. Ain't no K without the T, and ain't no T without the K. If you can't dig it, here's a shovel. You feel me? How y'all doing today? As I can see on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and every social media platform that you have, you see back to school. The kids, they dress nice. They got their haircuts. They got their new clothes on, their new book bags, and a a, a mind that says, okay, I want to go in here and do something this year. You can tell by their faces. So what I want to talk about today is um, what are we being taught in school? Um, Who is doing the teaching? Are your kids really learning? All of this money that's being brought forth, is it necessary and where does it go? So we can cut that up, dissect it, jump in any part, jump back, segue into something else. But my main issue is the curriculum that's being taught at the schools. Um, I know when I was in school. I did not enjoy going to school. It wasn't because I was a bad apple. I was a class clown, though. I'm going to make you laugh. You did. But most of the time, why I became a class clown, that's my character, my nature to be funny. But I was not interested in the curriculum. Um... Granted, you had your regular your math and whatnot and your 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 basics you had. But for the most part, there was nothing that interested me in school as well as the teachers, their attitudes, their um, whatever they had. It was just not interesting. Um. I'm from Lima, and I came to Sydney in the uh, third grade. So when I got here, it was a it was a culture shock, anyways, because I grew up on the south side of Lima in the '80s, and our school was all black. I'm talking about everybody. Uh, I remember Mrs. Coates; she was the one white teacher we had. I remember a girl named Wendy. This is weird. I remember one girl named Wendy. Uh, she was a white kid that went to our school but our principal janitors teachers uh, student faculty everything was black on the south side of lima in the 80s Um, so when i came here it was a cultural shock because everything was white not saying i do not like white but it was just a culture shock so when I came, it was so weird, uh, the way they taught, uh, the way they dealt with the situations, um, the disrespect uh, from some of the kids that wasn't taught right, excuse me, and then just the curriculum that was taught. Um, 
when I was in Lima, they was they was talking about, um, you know, all the black leaders, civil rights leaders and whatnot in school, the black inventors, um, things of that nature. When I got here, it was like a blanket of lies, um, misleading, and we even had different books, to, if that tells you anything. Um, and I was like, wait a minute. That's not what I learned in Lima. Being taught by um, black college educated, you know, uh, teachers who went to college, you know, graduated top of their class or whatever. And they were happy to be in school teaching us. Um, so I said that to say this, not on any racial things. It's just it is what it is. Like, um, you're teaching in America, not just in these cities, in these little towns, you're teaching the kids misled information and false information that's considered American history, which it's not true. You know, like Christopher Columbus, you know, discovered America, you know, uh, Chris Christopherson, all, Crispus, whatever his name is, uh, is who, it just, it makes me mad that you're not fair with the curriculum. Make it fair. Make it accurate. Another thing, when I moved here, um, this is something that really bothered me in school. Um, some of you may get mad, but it's the, it's the truth. I don't like the name drop, but I, hey, it is what it is. You know, when I was in um, junior high, I was in Mr. Wolfinger's American history class. So one thing he did was, I don't know where this idea even came from. And I don't even know why people went along with it. I resisted from the very first time. And I stopped coming to his class. I would be late. So I miss his whole class. Because I'm like, I'm not going to be a slave to anyone. I don't even know how they even let that go on. Where you would watch Roots. First of all, I'm the only black kid in the whole class. So everything that they see, they looking at me. Pointing and whispering, laughing and everything. And I'm like, okay. That's not meant to be funny. Second of all, you had to learn something. And if you didn't learn it proper, you became a slave for the day for anybody. So you had to tie people's shoes. You had to carry their tray, their books, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, open the door for them and all that. Like they, your master. And I don't know if anyone else, uh, resisted that but i'm like i'm not being a slave to nobody and you better get out of my face you're not my master so i don't even know how they let that go on um but anyways another thing um the teachers not all of them 
I won't name people, you know, I don't know. I just named the people that made an impression on me when I was growing up and when I went to school. Miss Lubke was one person that, you know, even though I was a class clown, whatever, she tried her best to help me. Um, let me see who else. Uh, Miss Gallimore. Oh my God. Miss Gallimore was my favorite teacher point blank period in the history of me going to school in Shelby County, Miss Gallimore. She was beautiful. She was, um, very friendly and she pretty much took a liking to me because Miss Gallimore let me do anything. I'm talking about anything I want. I would just get up in, in the middle of class. This was in the fifth grade. I would just get up in the middle of class and go out on the playground and be out there playing at recess. Somebody else's recess when I was supposed to be in class. I'd come back in and she wouldn't say anything. I'd forget my homework. She wouldn't say anything. She'd give me time to get it. Uh, when we have parties or anything, she said, Corey, bring your music. You know, do what you do. Make us laugh, dance, or whatever. That was my favorite. I wonder if anybody knows what happened to Miss Gallimore. If she's still uh, with us. I don't want to put nobody in their grave, but um, I would like to know where she is. Like, Miss Gallimore, Sydney, Ohio. Um, anyways, uh, another thing with the social media age now, it's I'm I know when my daughter was in school, I'm at work and she's texting me or on social media. And I'm like, how are you at school and you're online or you're on, it's like, that's what they go to school for. They're not going to learn. Some kids are naturally smart. They will pass without any problems or any help. But some kids really need help. And it's like, um, most of these kids are, have a phone or tablet or something. They're always online. That's where they at their mind, their heart. So it's online. That's where they live online all day, every day. They fall asleep with their uh, phones or tablets or whatever in their hand and wake up to it. Sitting on the toilet, taking a shower. They had that phone. But some of the less unfortunate kids, you know, they can't afford all that stuff. So they actually come to learn and, you know, keeping in keep it in context what i'm talking about going to school um these are just things that i'm jumping from thing to thing segueing into different things but um the poorer kids the kids with uh less money they do come to school to learn but they get joked about laughed and bullied because their clothes are not up to par um they don't smell as good and they're nervous to come to school. You should not be scared or nervous to come to school. Whether it be because you can't learn. Whether it be because your clothes are not up to par. Whether it's you don't have any money to eat lunch. This is an institution where you should be feeling safe. You know, and 
a place to learn for your future. And then they wonder why kids are shooting up schools, kids are hanging themselves, kids are dropping out of school early, saying it's not for me, which it is for you, but that's your way of coping with it by dismissing it. Um, also, if I come to school and I see you in a Lexus or a Chevy truck or a GMC Yukon or a Mercedes Benz, any of these things, and I'm walking to school, I'm going to feel inferior. You know, gold chains and watches and designer glasses and braces, and I can't afford any of these things. It's going to make me feel separated. That's what high school is. It's a division class. A big division class. Everybody knows division perfectly. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, the the what we used to call them, the jocks, the preps, you know, the... They got different names for them now. The uh, goths, weirdos, nerds. It's it's all division. Let's split everyone up and compare, which that's not life. Well, actually, it is life because we make it life in the factories. When you go to work, there's division in there as well. We got clicks in there, too. So, um corporate world is the same thing so it's up to us to abandon those ways of thinking to encourage our children and our teachers which some of them are burnt out the teachers i can say you try your best to teach and, and and have the students learn then people disrupt the class or disrespect you or don't appreciate you or the school board, which charges so much for fees on books, sports, all of this stuff. I don't know how you can't afford to pay the teachers. The teachers, the kids are driving better cars than the teachers. It's crazy. One of the teachers pulled up in a, uh, uh, I don't even know what that was, a uh, beat up paint need uh fixed on the car <clears throat> and they're coming to work and they're a grown-up and they can't even afford a nice car and they're teaching your your kids about getting an education and going to college and making some out of yourself and that's what they did and this is one of the lowest paying jobs out there so please explain to me where does the money go? Your chart. I live in the vicinity of the high school and the the uh, middle school and the elementary school. They're all right in one spot, which they've planned to put that there for years. So they get triple the taxes, school fees of how many students are at Sydney High School. Sydney Middle School and Emerson. I mean, whatever. I forget that school. I think it's Emerson. How many students go to all three of these schools? So you're getting this property that's around it. It's already been paid for. Uh, school fees. Uh, 
um, music fees, uh, sports fees, um, banquets and fundraisers and all of this stuff that you're charging for, where does that money go? I haven't seen any improvements on the high school, any build-ons or anything. And most of your your stuff for the uh like the the field or the scoreboard or whatever, those are donations from uh companies and whatnot who want their name on on the wall or whatever. So where is the money going? It's millions of dollars. And you're not paying your teachers. So where is the money going? And then you charge. If your kid is a student athlete, you charge the parents. The same thing as everybody else. When we already got to pay for the kid to play sports. And if you have multiple kids, you have to pay multiple fees. Um, Uniform shoes, sports fees, travel fees, gas, and wear and tear on your car because y'all got a hundred games. If they play soccer, if they play softball, if they play golf, if they play basketball, if they play football, it's it's going to be killer. Then they have a regular job, and then they want to support their kids. So you have to try to meet and go to every game. It's just too much, man. There's no breaks. There's no incentives. It's just gimme, 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 gimme. It's crazy. And then. it. I don't know. I just was I just was thinking of this topic. I know it's it's long winded, but. It was just on my mind, so. You have a great day and an even better night. And remember, love is what it does. So what you going to do? <laughs>